0: I'm so excited to introduce you guys to my friend, Hillary, today. She is a mom of three who lives in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Between her and her husband, they own three businesses. And she just loves to help entrepreneurs who feel like they're spinning their wheels and need a clear direction on the next step to gain clarity into their audience and who want to move the needle to help them make money. And her motto is help first and that she really believes that coming from a place of service is always going to pay off in the long run. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear Hillary's story of how she went from being an integrator for her husband to now having her own business and it is just, there's so much wisdom packed into this episode and I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. I want to tell you about the new community that we have over on Facebook for the Busy Years podcast called Hey Mama, Let's Connect. This is a place where you can come and connect with other like minded women just like you who are in the busy years of motherhood that are chasing their dreams and looking for more. This is a place where you can come and share the amazing things that you're currently doing, get advice, ask questions, and get more information on the busy years podcast episodes. I'm going to be in there every now and again, teaching live, answering your questions. And I hope that this is a place where you can come and feel community, In these busy years of motherhood, come tired, leave inspired, my friends. Check out this episode's show notes for a link to the group or head to michellehagan.com slash podcast to get connected. Hi there. I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger podcast. And I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen and her podcast, The Busy Years. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions, no matter what season of life they're in and I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now
1: you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired.
0: Hi, I'm Michelle, a sales and profitability strategist, mentor, and captain of your cheering squad. But most importantly, I'm the Midwest wife and mama to two spirited boys. And I'm a lover of learning, family vacations and nap time. I built my business between the moments of motherhood and I know that you can do it too. Being a mama is hard and no one should have to do it alone. That's why I'm bringing women together to share their stories of motherhood, business and blessings. So grab your coffee, wash your dishes, hey, even take a shower because we can do this, friend, in the middle of motherhood. You're listening to the Busy Years Podcast, where motherhood and business meet. Come tired, leave inspired. All right, you guys, I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, Hillary Who we were just saying is the wearer of all the hats. And I'm gonna let her explain to you exactly what she does, what her and her husband have created. I have gotten to know them over this last year, and it has been such a treat to watch her grow into just a business with her husband to now having her own coaching business. So, Hillary, tell us who you are and what you do and your story of being a mom and starting a business.
1: Yeah, so I'm Hillary. I live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. My husband and I have three kids. We own three businesses. And the first business that we started off, we owned a CrossFit gym. And in the morning of March 4th, we signed of March 4th of 2018, we signed the lease on our gym. We announced it on Facebook to everybody that we were opening a gym. And at 5 p.m. on March 4th, we gave birth to our third child. So we birthed two babies, starting a business and having a third child on March 4th of 2018. And from there, I guess business ownership and being an entrepreneur really opened our eyes to the possibility of creating, you know, the life that you want. Um, We purchased a course and joined a mastermind. Additionally, we had a business mentor. We definitely invested in our education to learn from the pros so that when we now opened business two and three, it kind of took off in like a really fast paced way. So then from there, um, we opened a online parent coaching platform for kids with challenging behavior My husband is a BCBA, which is like a, it's called a board certified behavioral analyst, which is basically he helps kids that are wild and don't listen and tantrum and yell all the time. And he creates behavioral plans for them. And and then I run all of the back ends on that. So I'm basically an integrator for that business. And it got to the point where he was kind of annoyed with me and kept saying like, Hillary, go take your implementing onto somebody else who wants it and needs it. And on a whim, I posted on Facebook just like, hey, does anybody need help implementing and integrating in their business and getting held accountable? And I was going to be super happy if I got one person that wanted to pay me to help. Well, I ended up having 52 <laughs> Oh, people wow. sign up that they they needed help with integration and accountability and implementing help in their business. I ended up taking five and I created like a Facebook mastermind group with all of those ladies and it went really well. A lot of them launched um, their own masterminds. I just finished another one and um, one of the girls actually launched twice in 30 days and sold out both times. So. It's just really cool. Um, now we've started, I guess, three, three businesses in the last two and a half years. And, you know, it hasn't always been rainbows and butterflies, but it's been it's been a wild ride and super, super fun to be able to be home with our kids. And yeah, so that's my story, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: So how do you make it work, having cause you have a range of two is he two? Is Callum two now? Right? Yeah, he's two, yep. And then, so, and how old is your, your oldest is eight? Yep.
1: Yep. So, so Sloan is eight, Larkin six and Callan's two.
0: So how do you balance three kids and both of you working from home?
1: Um, Tyler and I Well, then right now we are in COVID. So we are homeschooling Tyler and I have a system where he does most of the homeschooling. And he's just a way better teacher than I am. I mean, he has a degree in practically child psychology. He's a super good teacher. And right now we're in the midst of two launches. So we just communicate like I need to do a lot of back end work. And he realizes that the work that he needs to do is, you know, helping with the kids and honestly making lunches and getting their schoolwork done. And then I'm in the back end doing all the back end work. The other day, he had to record a couple of modules for our course. So then we kind of flopped. Um, we just have really good communication as to who needs to work right now currently. And you know, there are a lot of late nights for me. I work really well late into the night. He works really well early in the morning. And that just is kind of how we make it work. There's that book called, I think the the five hour workday or four hour workday. And I would say I get a lot done in four hours in one day that like what a lot of people do if they work 40 hour work weeks, because I am on such a time crunch because we do have kids at home. You just really start to Implement what is important. We do have a list of like what our top three are for the day and we kind of cross check like what does he need to get done for the day and then what do I need to get done for the day and then it's not just built up in our heads like well I needed to do this today and how am I supposed to know that Tyler was going to be a guest on a podcast at one o'clock if he didn't write it down on his top three. So I would say that, you know, we communicate really, really well with each other, especially having a three kid variable with running three businesses. It's not, you know, super organized, but we do kind of know where the other's at, um, at the start of the day.
0: I love it. And I love that you guys, I've always admired how you guys are both on like the same page. Well, it seems like from the outside, you guys are always on the same page and how well you work together and of knowing like the strengths of the other, the other person, which sometimes I think even just as a married couple in life is hard to like say, okay, this is my lane and I need to stay in this lane and take care of what I am good at
1: versus trying
0: to say like, are you sure that's how you want to do that? Or something I know.
1: Yeah, we, I mean, Tyler reads a lot of books and he's super into like human psychology. I mean, if anybody's listening is, does the Enneagram, like I'm an Enneagram eight, he's a seven, Um, you know, the book Rocket Fuel, he's a total visionary. I'm such an integrator. And just like knowing that about each other just really helps with us defining kind of what our strengths and our weaknesses are and not being upset with Tyler just knowing that's just how he is and then how can I help him with the spots that he's not as good at
0: Oh, that's so good. Which kind of leads us into today, Hillary is going to talk to us about how we can take the things that we are passionate about and turn them into a business and what that looks like. And um, Hillary, I'll let you take the floor and teach us everything about all of your skills of integration and what that looks like into a business.
1: Yeah, so I think starting off with just not even a year ago, I didn't really realize that I was really good at implementing and holding myself accountable and holding other people accountable. Like I said, it just kind of formed and I realized that a lot of people needed that. I don't really know like what the exact title is. I know we were talking about that before we recorded, like, yes, I'm an integrator, like, yes, I guess I'm like an accountability and implementation coach, but I'm not a business coach. I just know a lot of people that I can help guide you to if you're launching a course or if you want to start a membership site, or you need help with copywriting, or you need help juggling your business finances. I feel like like I am like, have this umbrella of people underneath me that I can guide you to. And then I can hold you accountable to do the things, but that it didn't start off that way. I just kind of started off with hanging out where, where my ideal client hangs out. And my ideal client is somebody who Wants to start all the things and do all the things, and they just don't know what the next step is. So they end up spinning their wheels and not doing anything, or they're doing all the wrong things, or they're doing the things that they only like to do and not implementing the things they should be doing. So I just started serving and doing it a lot and making sure I'm commenting or encouraging people. And it didn't come from a place of, oh, these are going to be sales down the line. It just came from a help first um, mentality. There's a book by Chris Cooper. It's called help first. And I firmly believe that if you help first without any other ultimatum afterwards, it'll totally come back full circle. So I just started getting in the groups where I felt my knowledge was worth helping, I guess. So I started commenting and responding to messages and just words of encouragement. And from there, I had a couple people that wanted to work with me. I didn't have a sales page. I didn't even know what my price point was. I was just like, yeah, for sure. And then I opened a mastermind. I didn't even know what I was going to charge for that really. And I just served, you know, imperfectly and just kind of tried to be one step ahead of where my ideal client was. And so number one, I served and served and served. And it wasn't just for like a week or two weeks. This was like months of serving to the point where I was like, okay, I see where people are struggling. I see where I can help them out. I'm going to offer something to them. It's kind of like when people start they join a multi-level marketing company. I have absolutely nothing against them. I really love some multi-level marketing companies, but when they start it, a lot of times people don't just start talking about how nice their skin is looking, or they don't just post like they're, they're selling a, you know, makeup company. They don't just start posting pictures of themselves and then saying like, just like, Oh, I'm having a great day. And then people are like, Oh my gosh, your skin looks so good. They never do that. They just instantly go into selling. They never Mm -hmm. start just, just telling about who they are and just letting people ask questions from there or filtering in where their ideal client hangs out or you know what I mean? The health and wellness area. Like if you sell protein, like don't just automatically start selling it. Anyways, so my point is serve first. a whole first. other rabbit
0: hole we kicked. Yeah, whole other rabbit hole. <laughs> my, my
1: purpose is is serve first for months before you offer something. That would be my number one. So and then number two, once you kind of see a trend, then you can kind of like do your offer, and it doesn't need to be this like course or membership site. You literally can do it on Facebook. You start a mini mastermind, a mini get together of your four friends that keep coming to you for financial advice because they know you used to be an in insurance, Michelle. <laughs> and you're just like, Hey, you guys all have the same questions. I'd love to guide you. I do have kids at home. Let's just make it worth your time. So I know you're going to show up. I'll PayPal you an invoice. Facebook group can use PayPal. Everybody uses it. Don't need a landing page. It's all about serving and making connections. Then from there, after you get some quick wins from them use ask them for some testimonials post it on your personal page your client or your the people that you help their success is your success Mm -hmm. so then starting to highlight them and showing people so that people are not only you know resonating with who you are as a person but now there start there's more people that are making more connections with all those other people that you helped like oh this woman um, started a business on her own and then Hillary helped her get here Or this person was super struggling financially, and Michelle helped her create her budget plan, and look at where she is now. Or this person was really struggling with anxiety and depression, and so and so helped with their health and wellness, and now she's here. Like it's just using testimonials because you've helped them to leverage your services, and from there, more people will come. So then I started, you know doing one-on-one services, and then running more masterminds. And then that trickled into a lot of the same questions. And then now I launched a course, but I didn't do the course or the membership first. I did all of the trend, like getting in the trenches with my ideal client, Mm -hmm. serving first, working one-on-one, doing small groups together, and then building a course based off of those same questions from there. So I hope that was helpful.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I would love to take it back and let's talk to people. Cause you talked about how you first were just serving your ideal client. So let's just say that the mom listening to this right now has no business. She's wanting to start a business. Um, let's just talk about how you decided like who your ideal client was, um, and what that looked like because, what Hillary's talking about, you could do if you were good at sewing or some type of, if you were really good, like, even at like nursing, you know, there's so much research that goes into nursing and what all of that entails. And that sometimes moms just need support through that whole journey. But what did it look like to identify your ideal client? And then you talked about that you went in and served them in groups. So maybe you and I could even just talk back and forth about ideas of what are those groups? How Mm -hmm. do we find those groups and what does that look like?
1: So I was already niched into a group of mainly females that were wanting to start a business. We you were in the mastermind with me, mm-hmm. Michelle. Like it was already a group of about a thousand people that were wanting to start a business. And so I just kind of started to see where my gifts were and what i could talk about for hours on end or where people come to me for advice on and started to see a trend that people were feeling this way and i wanted to get them to feel this way and experience this specific result so i think that you need to think about what do people come to you for advice on and then what who is that ideal client, I guess, or who is that person that is coming to you often for that advice? And that would be kind of who your ideal client is. My ideal client, I've named her Ashley. (laughs) Um, for our behavior change collective. She's a busy mom. She can work from home or not work at all, but she just wants to get her kids to freaking listen because it's taking forever to get out the door. And she's ashamed and always bribing them in the grocery store because they're having tantrums. And it's just really niching down on who your ideal client is. Sometimes I feel like people get caught in this um, like fluffiness of who their ideal client is, or they get caught in, for instance, this is just an example. Like I want to help moms become more confident. Okay. Confident in what? In breastfeeding? They're, they're struggling with breastfeeding, they, they don't like breastfeeding, confident in the way that they look, do you wanna help them lose weight? Like just using broad things like that I think are really, really hot, hard. Um, we know a person together, Michelle and I, there's this guy, his name is Hans, and he has this amazing 20-minute workshop that really helps get rid of those fluffy words in defining who your ideal client is. I just
0: had to pop in quick to tell you about one of my favorite clothing boutiques, Statement Boutique About a year ago I was just ready to step out of The postpartum Nursing friendly clothes And find my style again And with the help of Statement Boutique I looked a little bit more put together At school drop off And I felt so much more Myself for date night Having clothes that felt like They were my style again But fit the busy mom life And made me feel like me Head to StatementDowntown.com and use the code BUSYYEARS20 to receive 20% off your purchase. Again, head to StatementDowntown.com and use the code BUSYYEARS20 to receive 20% off of your purchase. Some exclusions may apply. Yeah, I love that. And even kind of going back a little bit and how Hillary was talking about, she already was in a group. Her and I were in a mastermind together. So, if you're listening to this, everyone is in Facebook groups at this point of life. Most most people. If not, you can go find them in things that interest you. Um, but so, think about like the Facebook groups that you're currently in, and what are the questions that you are currently always answering, or that you can answer, is also a good way to figure out like what are your skills and gifts that you're good at that you could help. Um, other people integrate. And so looking at like the mom's groups that you're in or the business groups, or go find those groups. And then sometimes just like you can filter the group by like most recent posts and just go sit and go through like the posts of the day and figure out which of these posts can I answer um, the questions that these people are asking. And that will also help kind of bring your skills um, to the surface as well. And then um, Hillary talked about how after she figured that out, she just posted that she wanted to help people. Can you talk us through what that looked like? How did you post to then tell people, hey, I'm going to start helping people with this? And how did you collect that information to get 50 some people to come to you?
1: Yeah. So I think starting off with like, I just served in that group and it was, you know, six plus months. And then like you said, kind of answering the same questions. And then I would get a lot of direct messages after I started answering a lot of the same questions and you know, it just was posted on a whim at nighttime when Tyler told me I need to take my integrating to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish um, I could have been a fly on the wall knowing both of you didn't have a good oh really good at what you do,
0: but go somewhere else.
1: Yeah. I just literally, this is a conversation. I'm like, Tyler, you need to write the podcast script for the podcast next week. And he's like, Hillary, you need to go take your integrating to somebody else who wants it. And <laughs> I was like, fine. I'm gonna post in a Facebook group and see who wants my help. And sure enough, (laughs) I had a lot, I think it was like 115 comments on that post, but I did create a simple Google form, which everybody uses Google. You know, you just go to your Google drive, create a Google form. I had them write down their name, their email address, and then what they're currently struggling in their business and what has worked in their business currently. And then I had everybody's email address from there. And then I pretty much sent everybody an individual personalized email or Facebook message and just said like, tell me more, tell me more about you and where you want to be, you know, in six weeks from now, what are you struggling with? And then I kind of deciphered the, um, you know, five people that really kind of had similar areas that I know that I could serve and help and then invited them into the mastermind group. And then I just had them, I just invoiced them on PayPal, which also everybody has too. (laughs) It's really not complicated. You don't need to overcomplicate it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then you just put them all in a Facebook group and that's where you ran it. So people Mm -hmm. sometimes think like you need to have these big, massive platforms or there's these people with all these courses and pay for these things when you literally can use the free resources. There are so many free resources, but literally a resource that all of your people are on by just yep. making a Facebook group.
1: Exactly. I mean, Tyler and I have a business mentor currently and we pay you know, I've no issue talking about money, but we pay $300 a month to be in his mentorship group. And we've been in there for two years and it is the best $300 I spend every single month. I mean, it is so worth it. And yes, he just runs it on Facebook. It's amazing. It's like utilize the platforms that you already use. It's very easy. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Well, I hope that this part of our conversation helps a mom that is thinking like, I really want to start a business, but I don't know how. And creating a website and having all these things are really scary or I don't know how to do it, but it's just really breaking down like the easiest pieces of, and what you know how to do and don't overcomplicate. And I know that that's one of Hillary's biggest things is like, stop overcomplicating everything, (laughs) just do it. Exactly. if you, um, were to have like an elevator ride with a mom and they said like, why should I just do this, the easy, you know, why why start small, I think is maybe a good question for you. What's the best advice that you have of why just go with what you have and then scale from there?
1: I think it's really important to get in the trenches of who you want to serve because building relationships is the foundation of building any type of business. I, I really think and believe that. And I know that a lot of visionaries, it's hard for them to think that way because a lot of them are super big picture, but having those relationships and connections will serve you for years down the road. Like, like I said before, their successes are yours and having those core five to 10 people that you help starting off in the beginning are really going to catapult your business to be so much more as you move um, further on.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't even, and I think a good thing to even add on to that is that if you're afraid, like, well, no one wants to pay for what I have to offer. Like you don't have to charge a ton to start with just charge something because yeah. if you don't charge anything, people just drop off because people who pay, pay attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: So my last question is, if you could give advice to someone that's deep in the little years of motherhood, what is your one piece of advice?
1: I just said this recently on another podcast. And the thing that holds true to me is that everything in life is just a phase. Like kids aren't sleeping through the night, Baby's not sleeping through the night is just a phase working late at night from 8 PM till 1 AM. It's just a phase. Everything in life is just a phase. And if you keep a positive outlook and mentality, additionally, with having other friends in the busy years with you going through it, working late at night or getting up early in the morning or kids are puking in the middle of the night, like whatever, it's just a phase. There will be times where you will be in a phase of life that you are missing that and I'm certainly like thinking am I really going to miss this <laughs> right now but really it's just a phase everything in life is just a phase that's like rings true for so many aspects where I am feeling stressed or anxious or overwhelmed or like oh my gosh am I ever going to be able to work real hours versus not early in the morning and late at night or between the cracks of nap time but yes i will because this is just a phase yeah
0: yeah i love it i know that's one of my main things that i always say to you that it's only like it's only a couple years and then they will all be in school and then yeah and they'll be able to get
1: their they'll be able to put their own eggo waffle in the toaster and they'll be able to pour their own milk (laughs) and use the bathroom by themselves like yes
0: I know. That is one of the best things sometimes that you, that you don't realize is when it's like, uh, no, you can go make your own breakfast and they go in there and they do it. And it's like, oh, I
1: I guess a three-year-old can use the toaster on his own and he won't burn yeah. himself. So I know. Callan, he's only, he just turned two, but he can totally, we have a Tupperware drawer. He can totally get his own plastic cup out and put it in the fridge and get his own water all by himself it's so nice
0: (laughs) it's the little things in life when you're a mom I think that sometimes yeah you don't think are you know you don't think are huge until it's like happening and you're like oh wow I don't have to do that anymore it's amazing I know Yeah. yeah yeah Oh, well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom. And I know we have talked, Hillary and Ty have so much wisdom on parenthood too. We are going to have to have you back again to share on a whole nother topic because you are full of so much wisdom. Yeah.
1: Oh, so nice. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. And I can't wait to listen to your podcast too. It's going to be awesome. You've had a lot of great people on already. A lot of my friends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you. I hope that you guys loved my friend Hillary today. You can connect with Hillary on Instagram at Hillary Kruger, and Kruger is K-R-U-E-G-E-R. And to learn more about the business that Hillary and Ty have together, you can find them on Facebook and their website at the Behavior Change Collective. If you loved this episode, snap a screenshot of it and tag both Hillary and I in your social media posts to let us know how much you loved the episode. You can also help me by subscribing to this podcast and leaving a review. This helps us get other great guests just like Hillary on the show and to spread more love of the podcast to mamas. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Busy Years Podcast. This episode show notes and all past episode show notes can be found at michellehagan.com slash podcast. I would love to put a face to the listener. Come over and join me on Instagram at Michelle Ann Hagen. Or you can join me in our private Facebook community just for the busy years podcast listeners called hey mama let's connect this is a community where you can dig in a little bit deeper to your dreams share your dreams out loud with like-minded people let people cheer you on in what you are currently doing to chase your dreams and learn a little bit more about our episodes and i'll even pop in there every once in a while to teach live i can't wait to see you and meet you my friends Hey, Mama, did you need someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams, that you can take action in the middle of motherhood? I just wanted to pop in and give you another reminder, friend, that you got this. You can do this in the middle of motherhood, no matter how busy the years get.